Splinter Business Stories. Hello, my dear IT community. It's your IT comrade and Splinter Business Stories. I've noticed how the audience has grown from the last episode. Well, it's my great pleasure to bring some sanity to your working days and nights, commutes and other boring routines you are doing day by day. Thank you for listening and thank you for sharing your stories with me. It was so unusual to receive your interview stories on my LinkedIn. Just unbelievable how crazy some job experiences might be. And yeah, please feel free to send me your stories. I always read them, reply to them and bring them to the public eye. So yeah, you're always welcome here. It's your safe place, your isle of sanity and sarcasm, where you can be fully transparent and honest. I never expose my sources, but I hardly appreciate them. So... Coming to today's topic, as I have mentioned, I had received so many job interview stories and I thought I had to share them. Some were usual, but we all know a job interview is never a usual routine. It's always a nerve-breaking process of gathering all the possible achievements you've ever had in one successful image of yourself. And this can be tough. So, your stories were so epic that at first I could not believe they could actually happen in reality. But knowing how life turns sometimes, oh boy, let's go! Today I will tell you the stories of five of our listeners. There were many more great examples of epic failing, but these five were just outstanding. So what time is it? Story time! The first story came from my good friend. I will not tell you her name, but this lovely lady works in talent acquisition. And she has a lot of weird interview stories. But this one, it was probably one of the weirdest she has ever told. I do not change anything, so here is her story. Once we interviewed for a position of software developer. Yeah, a lot of great guys and girls passed the testing, so my task was to simply balance the technical questions of the lead architect with a more soft skill approach. We had one super nervous dude. He was failing the interview crazily. His voice was trembling and his thoughts were not straight. Well, he definitely didn't have a time of his life. But the most terrible thing happened to this nervous chap later. When the interview was over, he got up so fast that we did not even have a chance to suggest accompanying him. And what was even worse, he opened the wrong door and walked right into the stationary cupboard. We were astonished and waited for him to walk out of the cupboard. And he didn't! We waited for five minutes. That's quite a long time. Five minutes. And he was still in there. So I went to investigate. The 
poor dude was so mortified by what had happened that he was trying to climb out of the window rather than going back in. The end. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this definitely sounds like a great interview. <laughs> I can't even imagine. I mean, why do people get so nervous during the interviews? I also get nervous, that's true. You as well, I'm sure. And no one understands why it happens. Maybe because we feel heavily judged? Or maybe because we play roles? Or maybe because there is an ultimate power from one side and absolute desperation from another side? I love my friend, don't get me wrong. But she's definitely not a beast to be afraid of. So, as every single person you meet, architect, okay, he knows something, in a couple years you will also know the same thing. CEO, okay, he's a bossy guy, she's a powerful lady, but when they need to go to the restroom, they go to use the restroom, no mystery here. So we all are the same. And I feel it's very important not to forget that the company is in need of a great employee as much as you are in need of a good job. So never consider yourself an asset with negative return of investment. You will bring the company the revenue which is 10 or maybe 100 times bigger than your potential compensation. Never forget about that. Next story came from one of my LinkedIn connections. He preferred to stay anonymous. And thank you, this story made me believe that this world is still full of craziness. I honestly started thinking that things were getting too normal. Okay, here is the story. Last year I had an interview with a big but pretty low-profile company. It was round three for me, so I was to talk to my direct supervisor, who happened to be a vice president. I came to the spacious office. The guy was in his mid-forties, maybe older, smiling, nice dude. The interview started. And literally in 30 seconds, his phone rang. When he saw the caller ID on his phone, he yelled, Oh, for duck's sake! and picked it up. Then yelled at the person he was talking to in fluent Chinese. Like he was a skinny blonde guy. This caught me completely off guard. Then he hung up, lifted a vase from his table and smashed it on the wall in his rage and rushed to walk away from the room. So I found myself sitting in the empty office with a smashed vase and the hole in the wall. Needless to say, I ran away from there and never came back. I still don't know what happened. <laughs> I mean, lol, languages open doors and hearts and obviously destroy someone's career aspirations. May this be. And we are moving forward. This one is probably one of my favorites. Just because I can definitely put myself in the shoes of both characters. This story came to me from my LinkedIn contact. A fabulous lady with a tough character and never-ending energy. Here is her story. It was a long time ago when I was a fresh graduate. Imagine once I was a fresh graduate. I came to that IT company. I had a lot of digital projects and they needed some creative animation designer for their team. They did not care too much about the experience. 
they cared about the portfolio and I had a comprehensive one, so I considered it a piece of pie. I talked to VP, I talked to the team lead and I found a lot of common grounds with her. The next step was talking to resources. I thought I had the job and the company recruiter had no doubt about that until a guy came to the office. I knew that a design department was led by two people and actually they were a couple, husband and wife, who I had met before in the process. And uh, the person who walked in the room, he was the husband. So he just came to the room without saying hi and jumped straight to the topic. What is your star sign? He asked. I was shocked to hear such a random question and after I replied, he looked at me with empty eyes and just turned back and went away. I looked at the recruiter, I was just stunned, questioning what went wrong and she was like, oh no, same as his wife's, he won't have anyone who shares her star sign. And this was it. Well, 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 <laughs> I honestly, I'm not mad at that husband, like seriously, I feel him and I absolutely get his logic. Star sign thing works, no matter how anyone can, you know, persuade me or how can anyone start telling me the facts, star thing works, no kidding about it, it really does. For example, there is one sign I will never ever work with and I simply know that we will not be able to cooperate anyhow or find mutual connection. I will not name this sign, but this is so true. And there are three signs I always get along with. This might seem very stupid at the first glance, but when you analyze, it turns out that you are also connected to people who share some particular star signs. I don't know how it works, but somehow it apparently does work. Don't ask me, the blame is on stars. <laughs> Next story came from my LinkedIn connection as well. It was one of his first interviews after working for quite a long time at a company. So that was his story. I was offered a job interview for an IT company and passed the first interview. Then I had an informal second interview with my potential line manager, which went even better. They asked me to take lunch with a secretary at the top restaurant, which went really nice, while they discussed my application with the chief executive. I got back from lunch nervous, but also feeling confident. The chief executive will see you in 10 minutes. I got my paperwork in order, combed my hair, flossed. I was on fire. I walked into the chief executive's office. Great to see you. I pulled up a chair, but released the height mechanism by accident. The chair flew up and hit me in mouth, knocking out my two front teeth. There was blood everywhere. The chat with the chief executive actually went well, of course after a short break for repairs. But when they offered me the job, it was on a terrible salary, and I think my first impression cost me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a story! Definitely impressions matter. Talking about impressions, my next story hero challenged first impressions and proved 
It's not about the process, it's about your own perception of the situation. So here is his story. When I studied in the financial services industry and had my first interview as Smith Barney, I felt totally prepared. Super fabulous resume? Check. Snazzy suit for my interview? Check. Prep work done? Check. I was thrilled to be living in New York City at the time and excited to get moving on my career. What I wasn't prepared for was my foot falling asleep midway through the interview. You wouldn't think this was such a big deal. But as I had just been sitting for 45 minutes in the same position, I had completely cut off the blood supply to my right foot. Thankfully, my interviewer had already offered me the job. But as I stood to shake her hand, I put some weight onto my foot and spectacularly topped over and crashed into the chair next to me, consequently spraining my ankle. I have never seen anyone look as shocked or as lost for words as my interviewer in that moment, as I write myself and started apologizing profusely. I limped away with as much dignity as I could muster, saying I would be in touch with my answer. As I hobbled out, I could do everything but laughing at myself and absurdity of the situation. Talk about the first impressions. <laughs> oh yeah, those first impressions. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, you can't even imagine how much fun I'm having reading these stories for you. Maybe at some point I will share my personal job interview stories. I have two epic ones, but well, I feel that one day I will be ready to share them with you. For now, your fellow IT comrade is pleased to guide you to the world of the crazy job interviews, business failures and personal experiences. <laughs> It's been quite a crazy week, but I hope that you're keeping strong, standing still and moving towards the weekend where you will definitely be able to relax, gather your energy and just take care of yourself a little bit more. Thank you very much. It was Anita, your fellow IT comrade and her splinter business stories. And I wish you a really, really nice week. So, bisous bisous and see you next time. Bye-bye. Splinter Business Stories